Welcome to the first episode of our month-long series, All on General Nutrition. For the entire month of August, I am going to be bringing you two episodes a week. Every Tuesday and Thursday, we are going to be diving into a variety of topics that are both directly and indirectly related to general nutrition. Now, if you're saying, Brittany, what in the world is general nutrition, then you absolutely want to hang out for today's episode because I'm going to be defining general nutrition for you, and I'm also going to be letting you know what is general nutrition not. In other words, what are some of the lies and misbeliefs maybe that you have and that are so common when things like nutrition and physical health come up? Now, as a dietitian, I get tons of questions on nutrition, but so many of them fall into the realm of diet culture. But no more. Today, you are going to learn what general nutrition is, what it's not, and how to apply it to your life and health journey moving forward. So let's dive on in to episode 30, all on an introduction to what general nutrition really is. Welcome to the Joy-Filled Eater Podcast, the show that helps you cultivate a joy-filled relationship with food, your body, and Jesus. My name is Brittany Braswell, and I'm a Christ-centered registered dietitian and eating disorder recovery coach on a mission to help you break free from the bondage of food guilt and body shame so that you can start fueling your physical, mental, and spiritual health all from a place of joy. We'll be spilling the tea on all things diet culture, even in the church. Think of this as your weekly dose of nutrition and body image real talk mixed with biblical encouragement from your Southern bestie. If you love Jesus, are sick of having negative body image, and wish food didn't feel so complicated, then welcome, friend. This show is for you. So grab your coffee, get comfy, and prepare to be challenged. This is the Joyful Eater Podcast. We are officially kicking off August 1st with this first topic on general nutrition to simply define what is it and what is it not. Now, overcomplicating nutrition or overprioritizing the importance of it is one huge mistake and barrier that I often see when women are coming to me asking questions like, Brittany, do I pay attention to nutrition? Do I not? It feels really confusing. Everybody has a difference in opinion or studies show different things, but we're not meant to have to follow a nutrition manual. It can be really helpful to learn about nutrition, but we don't want to overcomplicate it. Okay, so in this episode, we're going to talk about how to simplify it because when you do overcomplicate it or when you overprioritize it, you're almost always going to leave just feeling overwhelmed or anxious about what to eat. You're probably going to feel stressed about thinking you need to shop in a specific way or plan your meals in a specific way. Or maybe you just say, to heck with it, let's just figure out what we've got. And nutrition kind of doesn't even, it doesn't even show up on your radar. So, In order to really grasp what general nutrition is, I want to start a little bit backwards and talk about what it's not. Now, general nutrition is not only saying yes to nutrient-dense foods all the time. Okay, so these would be foods that you might typically label as healthy or a lot of people say, oh, these are good or these are safe or this is what I quote-unquote should be eating. Okay, There are a lot of foods that are very nutrient-dense, meaning they have a lot of nutritional value. You get a lot of nutritional bang for your buck. And although, yes, we want to incorporate those, it doesn't mean we should only or can only say yes to those types of foods. 
general nutrition is also not something that involves tracking. So when I mean tracking, I mean we're not tracking calories, we're not weighing out or measuring food, we're not following very specific guidelines or rigid rules about how much we can or should have. Everyone's nutritional needs are very unique, even day to day. There are a lot of factors that can affect what our bodies need, and part of the beauty of general nutrition is flexibility, and and it involves really listening to and understanding your body. Now, if you feel like, Brittany, I have have no idea what my body's telling me most of the time. That's another conversation. That is something I would love to help you with inside the Joyfield Eater course, where we go into lots of information and lots of coaching around getting connected with your body again, looking at maybe why that is a struggle and so feel free to check that out. You can head to brittanybrasselrd.com slash course to find out more about the Joyful Eater course. And then let's go over maybe just one last thing to help you hopefully better understand what general nutrition is not. This is a big one. General nutrition is about really getting away from things like labeling foods as healthy or unhealthy. So It's not going, this is a good food, this is a bad food. This is what I should eat, this is what I shouldn't eat. This is clean, this is junk. Oh my goodness, if I had a dollar for every time I heard the word clean eating or junk food, I could go on vacation time and time again in a year, okay? So general nutrition is not about saying, hey, not only should I only have all of these specific nutrient-dense foods, but all these other ones here are not healthy, or all these other ones over here are bad. Okay. Again, there is flexibility. I would even say that flexibility is one of the main keys to implementing general nutrition. Because if we're failing to consider factors like taste preference, your personal schedule, cost of food, these are some of the biggest stumbling blocks that are holding so many people, maybe even including you, from improving your health and cultivating a greater level of peace with food or food freedom. So there's no one-size-fits-all approach to nutrition. We have to consider other factors besides just the food in order to really get the most out of our food and our health. Okay, so we've talked a little bit about what general nutrition is not. Let's talk a little about what it actually is. General nutrition is a form of self-care. Now, I almost hate to use this phrase because I feel like self-care gets so overused. And when I say self-care, you may be thinking, okay, that's like painting your nails or getting a bubble bath or going to the spa or relaxing and sleeping. Sure, all of those things can be self-care and that's fine. But self-care means, just like it says, caring for yourself, prioritizing yourself as well and taking care of yourself you know, body, mind, and body, mind, and spirit. Okay. So when we're talking about general nutrition as a form of self-care, it means regardless of how you feel about yourself or regardless of how you feel about your body, that you choose to take care of it. And that nutrition can be one means of caring for our bodies. Well, general nutrition is also a way to choose foods that honor both your health and your taste preferences. Okay. We want to talk about how satisfaction can really bring all these things together because you and I both know that if I were just to sit here and give you some sort of meal plan or if I were to say, hey, what foods do you consider healthy? You might list off 10 or 15 or 30 things, but then if I said, hey, um, what are those things do you actually like? What of those foods do you really enjoy? That's a whole nother story. 
my husband used to be notorious when I would say, hey, do you want like a nice crispy salad to go with this? He'd be like, Brittany, I'm, I'm not really in the mood for rabbit food. Okay. He, and he would refer to it that way because salads are not typically a food that he really enjoys when it comes to vegetables. Do we have them sometimes? Yes, but we have to make them in ways that we really enjoy, that they have a lot of flavor and they're not bland and boring. Okay. So you have to consider taste preference because eating healthfully and eating in nutrient dense ways can be extremely tasty. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, or you're like, Brittany health food doesn't even taste good. And I hate to use that term health food, but I'm using this because this is what I hear all the time. Go back and listen to, I'll have to look and see what episode number it is, but I'll link it in the show notes, the episode with Chef Chris Dovniak. And we talked a lot about challenging fear foods in the kitchen and also looking at how can we incorporate delicious tasting food while we're improving our health from a, a nutrition standpoint. So check that out. It'll be linked up in the show notes. Okay. Gentle nutrition is also, it's, it's really this approach for learning how different foods make your body feel. Because part of the goal with nutrition is we want to feel well, not even just with nutrition. We want to feel well on a regular basis. I don't know anyone who has a goal of improving their health and they're like, you know, I want to do all these things to, to improve my labs or improve my heart health or improve whatever. But if I feel like crap, it's okay. No, we want to feel better. We want to have, we want to be able to see a tangible difference, right? And that doesn't just mean a change in your shape or your body composition. Maybe you want to feel more energized and less lethargic during the day. Maybe you want to feel comfort and a settling in your gut instead of having bloating or stomach pain or GI discomfort in some way, right? We want, we want to recognize how foods impact us in different types, differing amounts, and throughout the day. And general nutrition, kind of just to wrap this part up, it's really a means of learning what foods are nourishing for your unique body. That's not just for your unique body, but for your situation day in and day out. So this is why I strongly discourage using the words healthy or unhealthy to label foods because what might be quote-unquote healthy for you today might not be tomorrow. Here's what I mean. If somebody were to come to me and I was maybe out with a friend or something and their blood sugar started dropping, maybe they are getting lightheaded, they're getting dizzy, it would not be the healthiest thing for me to say, oh, hey, well, let's just go get an entree salad and give you a bunch of fiber and give you these, you know, protein packed, you know, chicken on your salad or eggs or whatever. What that person would need in that moment is a source of easily and quickly digestible carbohydrate to bring their blood sugar back up to a normal and safe level so that they don't experience all of the potentially dangerous side effects of hypoglycemia. However, if you have somebody else who maybe they have just finished exercising and they need some carbohydrate and protein in order to really help their body recover from that, they're going to need something that is a little bit more balanced in terms of nutrition. They might need some carbohydrate, protein, and fat. But if I were to give that person with low blood sugar something that has a lot of fiber or protein or fat, it's going to take longer for their blood sugar to come back up to a healthy level or a safe level. So I say that to say, please, if nothing else from this episode, please take away the fact that when we, when we're looking at foods that are nutritious, 
that definition, I want you to know that that is flexible and what's nutritious can change because we have to be connected with our bodies and recognize how our body feels and what it needs. All right. So hopefully now you've got a better idea about what general nutrition is not and what it is. So I want to walk you through just a few steps. I'm going to give you three or four steps um, of just different points to consider that might help you to better understand what general nutrition is or how to improve your nutrition overall. Now, this is going to be a really basic overview because every Thursday throughout the month of August, we are going to have kind of short, quick hit episodes on various topics that have to do with general nutrition. I've also got some special guests that are coming in that are going to be talking about nutrition on Tuesdays in a few different ways that are going to complement our Thursday episodes. So I'll walk you through what to expect here over the next month. But let's just start off with just some basics of general nutrition and maybe what's necessary or how can be beneficial for you. So the first one is something that can be helpful when you are considering um, learning or implementing general nutrition is to familiarize yourself with some very basic nutritional knowledge. Okay, so when I say basic, I mean learning, um, learning how to recognize what are general sources of carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. So often, and you may be sitting here raising your hand when I say this, so often when I say, hey, can you tell me what a source of carbohydrate is? What kind of foods have carbohydrates? The very first response I get is usually bread and sweets. Okay, that's not incorrect, but fruits are carbohydrate sources. Dairy is carbohydrate. There are starchy vegetables. There are um, a lot of foods that are kind of multifaceted and have multiple types of nutrients. So there are tons of different sources. Vegetables are carbohydrate. Did you know that? <laughs> it's a source of carbohydrate. It's a, it has a, a smaller amount of carbohydrate than something like fruits or grains or starchy vegetables, but they are made up of carbohydrate. So when you have a basic knowledge of what are some sources of proteins, maybe even some animal sources versus some um, plant-based sources, what are some sources of fats? Just knowing some of these basics can really help you when it comes to balancing out your plate from a variety standpoint and an overall balanced nutritional standpoint. Something else that can help you when it comes to familiarizing yourself with basic nutritional knowledge is just learning how your body uses those nutrients and why each one matters. If you have any sort of fear or anxiety when it comes to certain nutrients, like if you, if you have grown up and said, oh, you know, I've been on X number of low carb diets or low fat diets or high protein diets or no protein diets, there has been a trend for everything right? Going back, I remember growing up and when I was in middle and high school, low carb was the thing. And then as I got into college, it was things like paleo and keto. And then it was intermittent fasting and all of these different, all of these different, um, approaches to eating. But most of those approaches created some sort of fear around a specific type of food group or nutrient. And so when we can let go of our preconceived notions about what each nutrient means and just dig into how does our body actually use each one, that knowledge can become an asset in order to help you challenge it. That is also something we go into in depth inside the Joyful Eater course. So if you want to learn more about how to use 
some knowledge of nutrition to actually fuel your food freedom journey and to help you fight food fears, that is something you can find out more inside the course. All right, the second thing, when you have a general idea of what nutrients or what food groups you can combine or pair together at meals and snacks, this can be really helpful to help you with things like satiety or that sense of fullness, things like blood sugar balance, and absolutely satisfaction. Now, this is something we're going to talk a little bit more about um, later this month, but I also do a really in-depth training on on how do we do this and how do we pair these together from a super practical, um, tactical standpoint inside the Nourishing Minis workshop. So the Nourishing Minis workshop is essentially this like three-hour masterclass that I put together for a lot of my students a year or two ago, and it is a it's essentially just a, a gentle nutrition workshop to help you learn what does it look like and how do I go about planning meals and snacks at home while considering nutrition. So I've got this workshop and it comes with this really info, um, hands-on sort of packed 28-page workbook that you can use to get a better understanding of general nutrition, but especially how you can start tangibly incorporating it into meals and snacks. We'll link it up in the show notes, but if you head to brittanybraswellrd.com slash plan, that's P-L-A-N, you can check out more details there and get started on it today. Like I said, it's three hours or less. You can go through it in a, you know, in an evening or a half a day on a Saturday and have a step-by-step process for menu planning, grocery list, um, preparation, inventorying your kitchen, all these things in under an hour a week. It is a fantastic resource. All right. Also, when we have a general idea, still here with number two, um, about what nutrients or food groups we can pair together, um, I mentioned that this can be really helpful for things like blood sugar balance. So I get a lot of questions on blood sugar and I get a lot of questions on, does blood sugar really matter? You know, if I'm not diabetic or not hypoglycemic, yes, it is hugely important. It's really impactful. I had no idea when I was becoming a dietitian, how much I was going to talk about blood sugar balance. So because of that, I am inviting on a really, um, special guest and friend of mine, in an episode next Tuesday, where we're going to be specifically diving into blood sugar balance and why it's something that we all need to be aware of, regardless of whether or not you're diabetic or pre-diabetic or any of those things, because it can have a huge impact on things like hormone balance and regulation, satiety. There's, there's so many different things. I won't give you too much of a sneak peek here, but be sure to come back next Tuesday um, for a, a full download on blood sugar balance. All right, and the third thing I want you to keep in mind when it comes to why general nutrition matters or what what are some things we want to consider for it is I want you to think about approaching meal planning or menu planning like a math problem. Now, I hope I didn't just lose you. Come back to me if you're like, Brittany, I'm not a math person. It's okay. I'm, I'm going to give you like first grade math here, okay? We want to use addition when it comes to general nutrition, not subtraction. Here's what I mean. I want you to start looking for gaps and things that might be missing from a meal or snack and consider what could I add to boost the nutritional value of this meal. And I want you to do this rather than obsessing over what do you think you need to restrict or take away or avoid. Okay, so so many people when they think about nutrition are like, okay, what should I cut out? 
What do I need to not eat? What do I need to let go of? But the problem is when you start cutting things out that you don't like, you're going to almost always have cravings for them. And so your satisfaction level goes down and your desire for them or your thoughts around food are often going to increase. So by focusing on what's not here, what's not on my plate and what can I add, it gives you a really wonderful opportunity to fill in those gaps with some nutritionally beneficial items. Okay. So, so think about maybe if you really like to go out for pizza or you like to have pizza on a Friday night and pizza is the meal, right? Like that's what you order. That's what you've got available. And maybe you're used to having three or four slices instead of going, Oh gosh, I should just eat less pizza. Maybe start off with a couple slices and go, okay, what is missing here? So you can think about what do I have? What's missing in regard to maybe there's a nutrient that could be missing or what do I not have maybe that is missing in regard to something like color or texture or flavor, right? So, so with pizza, it might be, okay, a nutrient we have, we've got, we've got some carbohydrate for the crust. We've got some protein and fat with the cheese on top and then Obviously, you're going to have a little variety depending on what kind of pizza you have. If you have a supreme pizza, maybe you have a little veggie or you got some meat, right? But you're probably going to be missing some color, right? Unless you have just like a a really veggie-packed slice of pizza, then maybe you go, okay, well, maybe I could add a side salad. Or if I don't want to prep a side salad, maybe I pick up just like some, some sliced veggies or I dump a bag of frozen broccoli or whatever you've got in your fridge or freezer, like dump it on a sheet pan, add a little bit of oil and some salt and pepper and roast it. Stick it in the oven at 425 for 20 minutes and you get a super easy and delicious roasted vegetable side, right? So you've got some veggies, you've got couple slices of pizza and then you go, okay, is there anything else I can add maybe to fill in some gaps? Okay. So maybe that means, Hey, now that you've got a couple slices of pizza and a side salad, or maybe you go, Oh, I've got some fruit. Maybe since you've got two slices instead of four, maybe you've got room for something, something else that you really enjoy, like a dessert or another side dish. Okay. So looking at, looking again at nutrition, from an addition standpoint and going, what can I add to give me a little additional boost? That can be a such, such a healthier and more beneficial way to look at nutrition. All right, let me give you a quick recap of what we've gone over and then I'll give you a sneak peek into what you are, you can expect coming up on our Thursday general nutrition series all month long. All right, the first thing we went over was, was familiarizing yourself with some very basic nutritional knowledge. Second thing to help with gentle nutrition is to have a general idea about what nutrients or food groups that you can pair together at meals and snacks to help you with things like satiety, blood sugar balance, and satisfaction. And number three, approach your meal planning like a math problem. We want to use addition, not subtraction. All right, coming up this Thursday on our general nutrition quick hit series, um, beginning this Thursday, We're going to talk about when to start considering general nutrition, especially if you're in a place where you are still recovering from some disordered eating thoughts or behaviors. Episode 33, we're going to jump into some budget-friendly general nutrition tips for eating at home. Um, Our next Thursday episode is going to be no recipe needed meal ideas that are going to be really packed with a lot of general nutrition goodness. The following Thursday, we're going to talk about how to help your kids with general nutrition. How can we look at incorporating general nutrition in a way that is very kid-friendly? 
And then the last Thursday of the month, I am going to do an extra special listener Q&A. Now, I want you to be a part of this. And so in order to be a part of this Q&A and get your, your question answered on the episode, I want you to leave me a voice note with your questions by heading to my SpeakPipe page. I'll link it up in the show notes, but when you head to www.speakpipe, that's S-P-E-A-K-P-I-P-E dot com slash J-F-E podcast, you can go in and leave me up to a 60 second uh, voice note with your question and we'll be able to feature your question on the show. I will pull in as many questions as I can to answer on this Q&A episode, and I cannot wait to hear yours. Now be sure to subscribe to the show and take one minute to share your favorite episode of the Joyful Eater podcast with five friends. Take a quick screenshot, text it to them, send them a leak if you want, and tell them why you think they would love it too. Then be sure to join me here again every Tuesday and Thursday all month long as we dig further into gentle nutrition on Thursdays and continue helping you on your journey to food and body freedom with our regular Tuesday episodes and interviews. Until next time, friend, may you be filled with joy and abound in hope. Do you feel encouraged or inspired to take your next steps toward food and body freedom after listening to today's episode? If so, would you take 30 seconds to leave the show a rating and review on Apple Podcasts? It's the absolute best way to support the show and share what you're loving about it so that we can continue to spread the word and serve you with even more incredible topics and special guests. If you want even more free support on your food freedom and body image journey, then make sure you get on our VIP list right now. As a VIP insider, you'll get bonus podcast content from me every Tuesday to help you press forward on your food freedom journey, and you'll have the opportunity to submit requests for the topics and guests you want to hear from on the show. To get on that list right now, just head to brittanybraswellrd.com slash VIP or find the link in today's show notes. And lastly, if you're tired of trying to Google your way to better body image or food freedom, I have something for you. We have a course suite that can help you take your next steps. So whether you're looking for a Christ-centered approach to overcoming disordered eating, wanting to improve your body image without all the worldly affirmations and self-esteem myths, or you just need a little guidance to boost the nutritional value of your meals and snacks at home, I've got you covered, friend. Head to brittanybraswellrd.com slash DIY to check out our signature courses and find the one that best fits what you need right now. Thanks again for spending your time with me today. I'll see you next time on the Joyful Eater Podcast.